0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. If you're new here, my name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my co-host Stephen. You can find him at Eight Bit Warrior on Twitter and Stephen Loney on YouTube. Hello, Mr. Stephen. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ken. Thank good, you. Good. Good to be good. back. Yeah, it is good to be back. Now, if you've watched us before, you might be saying, hey, what's up with the new uh, backgrounds and stuff here? We did switch streaming platforms in preparation for our 100 subscribers so we can go high definition. So um, we are still in 720p, but um, we switched platforms. It looks a little bit different today if you're watching, not listening on the podcast. Um, Yeah, so we do have some fun stuff we're going to be chatting About today, we're going to be chatting about some YouTube stuff. So there's a couple of different things there. Podcasting and 1080p premium. We're also going to be talking about Xbox and um, some of the agreements they're working on, as well as we will talk about Windows 11 and RGB, as well as Honeypot, Valve using a honeypot to catch cheaters. So um, we've got a a few fun things we're going to be chatting about today. And if you're listening down the road or watching down the road, you can find the timestamps in the description below. Well, good day, Stephen. You have your coffee? Good day,
1: yeah, cheers. Cheers, Woo. I got the cup with the- uh, It's not focusing on my cup. The fish, I don't even, it's not. <laughs> I don't even like fishing, but uh, I drink no? this just to kind of emotionally make myself grow, mm-hmm. so. Yeah
0: it's funny um you know i was down actually at your house last weekend so we got to spend some time together and talk about tech we haven't streamed in a little bit so it's nice to be back up and running for all of you who don't know steven and i like to talk about tech and um we usually do that by going for coffee and we thought we would bring that to you guys today and um so if you want to join in in the chat i see lots of people joining in in the chat already Um, We appreciate it. So uh, welcome, Yoshi. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, We've got Thomas Thomas. out there. Hey Thomas. Thomas at school. We've got Ducky Ducky. (laughs) Welcome Ducky Ducky. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Yeah, so thank you all for joining us there. So yeah, if we do have any hiccups with this software, we will, uh, you'll have to excuse us. So hopefully it works out okay. Um, should we dive right into it there, Stephen?
1: Sure, let's go. Let's
0: go into our first article. All right. Let me uh, pull this up here if I can find it. So our first article, we're going to be chatting about podcasts coming to YouTube music. I know you and I, Stephen, have been talking about this for a little while, actually. Yeah. And um, so what it apparently, let me pull up the article here. And we'll make it easier that way. Um so this gentleman, he's the lead. Um, his name's Kai Chuck, and he's the YouTube posca- podcasting head. And apparently they've come out to say that soon you will be able to access podcasts in YouTube music. Um, they're looking for ways to re- support RSS feeds. So other podcasts can be um, go right into there as well as ways for creators to for shows like this to go directly to podcasts through um youtube as well so we're excited about this from our end of things um yeah so what your thoughts on this steven i know like i said we've been chatting about this for a while
1: well yeah this this is very relevant for us we've been of course this is a podcast video podcast so we've been kind of waiting on this for quite a while hoping that this would come because it thoughts being that it could help fit people trying to focus on podcasting and Mm -hmm. might just help people more clarify like We've had a bit of a struggle trying to let people know that when they keep looking up our videos, that we are a podcast. Yeah. Um, you come for us for just some like something that's not a podcast. Um yeah. So we, we even how we've been marketing our thumbnails and stuff, trying to be more clear when you click on us. That's what you're getting. So it'd be nice yeah. to have even more distinction, just have that audience that already knows what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Um so, in that sense, it's it just seems like a good thing. How yeah, about yourself? No thoughts on. yeah
0: i think it's good i like i i do agree with what you said there we've i mean in our thumbnails and things we try to put a little coffee cup and a little podcasting logo so people understand that we're a video podcast and an audio podcast um versus so come grab a coffee sit down listen to us chat and join in, into the conversation so it is a nice feature if that's gonna be rolled out within youtube um and it, it's unclear at this point though so right now we use a podcasting platform and it uploads it to all the different podcasting platforms. Um, so it's unclear whether, (laughs) I I don't know yet whether we're going to have to switch away from that company. Maybe YouTube will do it all and feed it out to the other companies, um, for us. So right now we upload it to a software and it goes out to Spotify, Apple, Google, um, everyone that way, but potentially Google will do that for us. So, um, it'll put it out. So it'll be interesting to see if that changes over time. For sure. I'm excited about this. I think it's a, a cool thing. The other thing it does mention is if you're watching in a video format like this, um, you'll be able to just seamlessly switch to audio on the go. Right. And it's supposed cool. to also be free, um, for podcasting and YouTube music with ad supported, unless you have the YouTube kind of premium service so
1: right because one of the things with youtube is you can't close you can't suspend your phone turn off the screen and keep listening mm-hmm. so apparently this side of things will allow you to continue it to seamlessly continue it turn off your screen you know and keep listening uh that's like thing. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah. you can already do that with spotify and stuff listen to podcasts and
0: no for sure it, so for sure I'm just kind of laughing at the comments here um Thomas is supposed to be in school and then Yoshi's teasing him here hi Thomas at
1: school apparently Thomas (laughs) is in uh, food class (laughs) he's in food class so (laughs) don't give people food poisoning Thomas Attention. (laughs) yeah so that's kind of funny
0: um anyway yeah so it it definitely is is something quite interesting that's hopefully coming soon I think it's going to roll out in the U.S. first and then to other countries following that so
1: yeah and to others out there this is um comment if uh this affects you what you think about it is this relevant and useful does it um yeah thoughts on that would be yeah yeah i'm
0: making pretzels there's a 30 minute intermission i'm just <laughs> <Nice. skipping> pretzels
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so do you listen to podcasts Stephen? i listen to one maybe
0: two okay it's one on youtube plot, you listen to them on youtube okay I listen to a fair bit of podcasts and my go-to platform is Google podcasts. Um, I'm curious if, if you're watching and you listen to podcasts, where you listen to them from, because we, I know um, a lot of people do Apple or Spotify or Amazon podcasts. So I'm just curious where
1: most people listen to their podcasts from. I just want to Google seamless for what I do. And, and i want to know like what's the preference out there like audio only do you just want to listen or do you prefer video um mm-hmm. like what's the preference of course we do video here that's kind of our primary but uh do you people just prefer audio do you listen to it while you're walking on your car or something you can't watch or do you listen to us when you're trying to go to
0: sleep so that we're so boring that we just yeah there's that too there's that too
1: we should, we <laughs> should sell that
0: yeah, come listen back. to the Tech chat Show. Guaranteed to put you to sleep.
1: Or <laughs> your, or your money back.
0: Or <laughs> your money back. <laughs> so, um we forgot to mention. We kind of mentioned it. What happens at hundred subscribers, Stephen? On so YouTube, at,
1: at one hundred subscribers, uh we are looking to upgrade our lowly seven twenty p feed to you guys to a full high definition ten eighty p. So we already have stuff in the works. We've changed as mentioned, we've changed our platform. So we're kind of almost ready to go. We're just waiting on you guys. We should reach reach hundred subscribers. We're looking to just click that switch on full mm-hmm. 1080p. So if you'd like to help us get there, subscribe to us here on YouTube. Yeah, yeah.
0: Six more subscribers. Yes, yeah. yes. We need six, six more subs. Subscribers, so. Let's go. All right, let's jump over to our next topic. This has to do with YouTube as well. I saw this. Article I think yesterday or maybe the day before. Um, so YouTube is testing out a 1080p premium option for subscribers. I saw this. I'm like, what? We already get 1080p. What's 1080p premium? What would that be? And um, what it is is actually a higher bit rate um, 1080p. So. Um, It would be for a premium service for premium subscribers. So you do have to pay for this service, Mm -hmm. but it, the way they described it, let me see if I can find this here is in the article. Where was it? Um,
1: Now, so a higher
0: bit rate, (laughs) a a premium option that runs around 13 megabits per second versus the standard eight megabits per second.
1: Right now that would be, Going up from like one megabyte per second to like 1.6 megabytes per second or something like that. So it would increase quality by like, get with that 50 percent increase in like overall bitrate performance. Mm-hmm. Now, for people who don't know, it might be like, well, what does this do? Well, it, when there's especially like more movement on screen. So, like for our podcasting video, we have a pretty low need for bitrate. A lot of this stuff is not in the background. Um, so that would be fine. But when you have a lot of stuff moving, uh, a lot like higher action seats and stuff, it makes a difference for bitrate. Right? It, it's able to update um, the information more accurately, more quickly, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just a better uh, quality overall. So, I, I actually like this because I, um, a lot of people are going to be watching on ten eighty screen still. There's no need to go. So technically, you could just watch the fourteen forty p stream and have it downscale to your monitor. if you do that? But it's kind of nice having the option just to have a quality stream. A lot of people are still on. TV. So yeah. I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, no, I,
0: I think it's cool. I think it's a cool feature for sure. Um, Yoshi brings up an interesting point as well. Um, this is a kind of another YouTube talk topic um, that Susan, um, I forget her last name. The CEO of YouTube is stepping down. Um, I don't know if it's happened already or she's announced that she's going to be stepping down. so um, there there could be some new direction even coming
1: at at YouTube as well. So, I'm actually not familiar with her, so that's the first time I've, i really i am out of the loop of
0: <laughs> so yeah. I heard that last week. Yeah. i I saw something about Mr. Beast saying, Hey, can I run it? <laughs> so uh, well, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> um Stephen I sent you a quick note there I think you're stuttering your voice and I'm wondering if it's your RTX voice oh it could be um so I don't know I'll turn that off yeah Um, see if that helps I think that's a little bit better from my end anyway um yeah so let's keep going here all these new uh fin angled
1: features that we're running that yeah This is, this is, we don't usually stream on Fridays. So there's some background noise for me today that, um, it's not a normal day. So usually I have a try to have a quieter day to stream on. So if there's any background noise, forgive me. Yeah, no problem. I'm not hearing anything now, but if
0: you're, uh, if it loads up again, maybe then you can turn it back on. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. Let's talk about valve. Wow.
1: Yeah. Do you want to take the lead on this one? Sure. So. Yeah. So the article says Valve uses honeypot to catch and permanently ban 40,000 cheaters in Dota. So Dota is—I oh, forget—I often forget what the type of game Dota is. Not a strategy game. Guys in the comments remind me of what the kind of what it's called. Um, But Dota is like your command—you're controlling like your hero. It's an online game where you control your heroes and they have to take points and stuff. Yeah, MOBA. Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, it's a. Um, a MOBA style game online. You control your hero, take points and stuff like that. So this is a online game uh, made by Valve and they have used what's called a honeypot to find uh, players who are using exploits that access information in the game that you're not supposed to actually be able to access. Like, so um, that could be like, yeah, as we are talking earlier, it could have been like player locations or Something spawning in the, like uh, special items are spawning in areas like that's data that would not be accessible from what's intended for the game, but mm. are are able to access secretly. Yeah. So what the honeypot is, it's like an intentional virtual trap that they set up. This data that's purposely like exposed, that's that's hidden but still accessible. But they wait for um, software to ex- exploit that honeypot, and they can detect that it was used. And then they can flag the player as being using the exploit and it gives them a high confidence. It's like, it's like, um, it's like rigging the, uh, here, let me tell you I have still my back on. Now, yeah, yeah. Turn
0: your RTX voice back on. My RTX
1: <laughs> is back. It's back on now. So, <laughs> so the honeypot, it's like putting a security camera on a cookie jar and you're waiting for someone to put their hand in you know that they took the cookie, right? Yeah. So. This, this is pretty cool. So, and they have decided to, everyone who um, used uh, Honeypot, they're banned. They're, yeah,
0: 40,000 cheaters. Interesting. That is, I, I was surprised it was that high. So, um, are they fully banned from Valve or from using um, Steam? That's a good question. I'm not
1: in. Or just really from the game. Sure. It seems to me. Yeah, that one I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know what they're. Seems at least it's the game. They're they're not allowed back. Yeah. Um. And it says that they made this public because they want it to be known that if you use these exploits, you'll get banned. Yeah. Um, Including uh, people who play this game in tournaments and stuff, they will not be allowed in to to the tournaments. You will not like you're out. Yeah. Um, don't think you can be cute with cheats. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna ban you. They don't want that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's good they're doing this. I think it's really interesting how they're uh, you would know more about this but you know you can you basically set a trap it's like hey yeah um you know come take this information and we know it's you and then they they ban you so um but you're right it could be anything from like different hidden things in the game to locations or spawn points or
1: whatever and um it definitely definitely is (laughs) This has been a serious problem, especially for competitive gaming. Like we've played PUBG in the past, like it's online. Oh, did you play that? Anyway, the massive, the massive online games. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just even, even some people have been able to enter intercept data. I mean, mm-hmm. From servers and they can just know where players are at. They can like team, they can pee and that gives advantage. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, what's Tommy saying? He's saying for a game like Dada Two that has over five hundred thousand people online right now, he's saying that's a lot of people, and I would agree. Yeah. Like, that's a big group,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah. Thomas also mentions Fall Guys. Yeah, are we gonna uh, are we gonna trap a set a honey trap, uh honey pot trap for Fall Guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what advantage would you get? It's like I yeah. know where the players are. It's not going to help me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Kind of the fall guy scene. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: all right. Well, let's jump over to our next topic. Unless you have more, you want to say on that?
1: I think it's enough for now. I think that's all right. Good. So don't 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 put your hand in the honeypot. pot. Don't cheat. Yes. Yes.
0: All righty. Xbox signs a 10-year deal to bring games to NVIDIA GeForce Now. So the online streaming. Right which is kind of interesting uh, <laughs> I guess when I saw this, it's like I'll bring up the article, but it's pretty big news, like that's a pretty big deal um that they're doing this, I mean, especially since it I, first of all, how many people are actually are um are using GeForce now, like the streaming part. Um, Right. It's definitely an interesting thing because I mean, streaming is becoming bigger for gaming. And then yet we saw companies like this or like Google Stadia shutting down and and whatnot. Right, Um, right. So, I mean, this will include um, as long if the deal goes through games like Call of Duty um, and all sorts of other games, that will be available on on nvidia so or on this right. nvidia geforce now streaming service um, right. tons of different games so it's a pretty big deal
1: <laughs> yeah it's interesting how like geforce now came out I, if i'm correct i never used it but it seems like at, at the start they are like yeah will you have a steam game on there we'll stream anything um but there was pushback from developers after the fact we're like "Uh, no we don't want you streaming our stuff it's been kind of this weird kind of area um where nvidia after the fact has had to kind of like make deals with people to stream stuff Where at the start they're just doing it it was kind of a new area um like do you have to get licensing to stream some of this game like they own it and you're just Mm -hmm. relaying you're just relaying their game data to them for computers it's been a really weird kind of a weird thing um Now, yeah, this is a little weird. Now, you're saying that we've had, like, apparently GeForce now, apparently it does work pretty well. I think it's, like, yeah. really strong, tender.
0: Well, that's what Thomas is saying. Um, has the, from what he believes, it's the best for for gameplay streaming. So um, right, I, I, I think it's probably the biggest one. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know for sure. But I think... Um, it's the most the one I hear about most for sure. We'll put it that way. Um, so it, yeah, it's definitely pretty big news. I mean, this comes on the heels of this article talks about this as well um, recently. Xbox or Microsoft announcing um, a deal with Nintendo to bring games to Nintendo, including Call of Duty. Duty, a ten-year deal, right? Um, which is pretty big. I know. Um, With the whole playstation fighting thing i think they're trying to prove to um the forces that be that they can play fair by bringing it to uh nintendo and i don't know if playstation's all that happy about it but right
1: now there was something in the article about these it's a bit of a side topic but these big companies and they're having to prove that one company's uh that one company's business and dealings won't hurt the profits of another company since Mm. when since when does your business decision have to not hurt the profits of another company that's so weird to me
0: it is it is weird i think that has to do with the whole um microsoft buying activision deal that's in going
1: through the uh i guess the courts or whatever but locally, we've had grocery stores that come that put other smaller grocery stores out of business. When you no, like,
0: It definitely is true. Does,
1: does it only matter when you have billions of dollars? <laughs> like yeah. the whole side. But I'm like, why are they? Why are they going to the government and complaining when little mom and pa shop gets put out of business all the time? When mm-hmm. at point? So it wasn't the point of this article. But I'm like, wow. Why is nobody care? Why? Anyways, I, it, it baffles me that you have to prove that you won't hurt the profits of another big corporation. Like that's mm. kind of your goal—is to like take part of the market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm confused from this article. Yeah. I'm confused. So a 10-year deal if companies work together. Okay, cool. But I'm a little intrigued overall. I'm left. Well, I think
0: what you know, Microsoft will make money with a deal with Nintendo, like. Yeah, It just puts money in their pockets if that's, I mean, I can imagine they're not, if you're going to play Call of Duty on a, on a Switch, Microsoft wants money from that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all full, unfolds, but um, yeah, they're making Years. news in that can area you? anyway. Yeah. Alrighty, righty, let's jump over to this next one. This is more computer-based. Um, it is Windows 11 will soon let you control RGB accessories natively. This one actually makes me quite happy. Um, yeah, I, can I find RGB software super annoying. And the fact that sometimes you have to have multiple different pieces of software to control all the lighting in your system and even if they work together sometimes it wants you to have both of them installed even though um, the one software can control it for example um, my ram is corsair and my motherboard is msi but it still wanted me to install the corsair software before the msi software would pick up my ram so i had to have the corsair software installed for the msi software to to control the ram um and then i have intel arc software and i have all these different softwares for rgb and um yeah it's nice if it'll just be controlled natively in in windows so this is coming down the road i believe it's in a it makes its appearance in build 25295. Um, so I think it's just in testing right now or in beta. So you should if you're if this is something that appeals to you, it should be coming down the road. Um, and it'll allow you to, of course, basically you can do all the basics with it. Um, your right. coloring, your different, I guess all the modes i don't know what are they called flashing or whatever <laughs> if i understand
1: it correctly though it, it will handle at least the basic needs i don't know that it will cover every feature so like if you're if you're whatever custom software from cyrus might have like certain stroke effects and things like maybe not every yeah. will translate over. um yeah. but it seems that at least it will try to cover the basics which might yes. be what the most people just care about
0: honestly like I have RGB and a couple of my systems here, but I usually just put it on blue and green or whatever and just, like, leave it. I don't like it flashing. I just, um, yeah,
1: you don't like it flashing. It. You don't want it flashing at you all the time.
0: No, I just leave it steady and, um, and that's you don't it. Want, but you I, don't want
1: some like flash, quick flash
0: blinking going on, please? No, stuff. I can already do that with my lighting in the background and give you a seizure if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks. So, um, yeah, I I think this is pretty cool. I'm surprised it's actually taken this long for one kind of universal. um, I think there is an open source piece of software that does it, but I didn't want to download it because I didn't know enough about it. I'm not sure if it's open source or if it's sketchy source or whatever, but the problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, knowing that this would be in mind and computer. Yeah. So knowing that this is coming from Windows, um, yeah. it, uh, yeah. But what we are discussing before is that like, it may, be, it may seem like a simple thing, but it may have been wise for Win- Windows to like, Microsoft to wait to see how hardware um, companies kind of ev- are- Evolves. How they're using it. Where are they putting mm-hmm. into the boards? What are they doing? Kind of waiting for it to be like, okay, here's the trend. Here's what's normal. Now we'll consolidate it. And that will actually work with that
0: well and it's not just that it's like some rgb is like the is just rgb then there's ARGB, and then you've got things like the intel arc gpu that plug into your usb port on your motherboard so yeah. it's not it's not just that simple you've got different let's call them
1: technologies um yeah so i think yeah where, cool. where where are they plugging them all in like it's it's mm-hmm. What's the interface?
0: Yeah. Um, so, and then some of them are, you know, ARGB or just single colored RGB or whatever, and different patterns and things. So it's, I mean, yeah, yeah
1: it's nice if it would all all just be in one one area for sure. What I what I kind of miss is like early two thousands PC building, around the time like Half Life Two originally came out, and like my my older brother Daniel would have like the the red tube that he was like. I guess he would put into like a USB header or something. It was there was it was no strobing; it's just a light. It's a red light hmm. bar. You would like tape it on to like the bottom of the side of your case. That like this red glow. And just the beginning of like, um, clear side through panels and like stuff in your computer. And uh, you may have even like used that case up until more recently. Like pull that old tube out, but we've we come a long way. Um, yeah, it, it's taken, but it's it's from like the early two thousands that I kind of started, and we're just yeah. now getting to a point of. It
0: the Normal. the thing with rgb is you're almost i don't want to say you're almost forced into it
1: <laughs> cuz the cuz the rgb fans are cheaper than the non rgb fans well that
0: and yeah. all of the all of the stuff you buy like a lot of i don't want to call it necessarily high end but a lot of the good quality like even motherboards or um gpus or things already have rgb in them i know you can turn it off or whatever but you're kind of being forced almost into using it because it's there. So then you're like, "Well, I don't want just this one little thing lighting up. I want, you know, a whole bunch of things." Or the case, so many of the cases already have it have it built in. So um, I do like it. It adds a nice ambiance. But I don't like the big, like I said, the big sparkly. You said
1: ambiance, <laughs> <laughs> referring to your computer of oh, the glow. Set the ambiance. Yes. Welcome to the well, Chat Show. <laughs> <laughs> so I do notice you, you, you your your background definitely does have a better ambiance than my background. So well done. Well,
0: you, I I don't know if I should should I send you into a uh, seizure warning um, seizure warning see, if you're, seizure if you warning. Let me see one. if I can connect to my light here. Um, while we're doing that, do you want to talk about Corgi Cove? Congratulations, by the way.
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, recently, I've uh, been working with a team. I uh, released a um, casual puzzle game called Corgi Tove, um, which has been developed for longer than we had intended. I think we mentioned it here briefly before. But I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's a, um, kind of a yeah casual puzzle indie uh, puzzle game where you control a corgi who has to subble, uh, subble, solve synchronous puzzles. Um, I think there's a video there, too, if you um, uh, close out that window. Okay. Maybe that the first okay. one. Yeah, so you can see something I can't play there. Yeah, you solve, like, these synchronous puzzles as this corgi. Mm. And, uh, we have some, like, kind of just some fun level level navigation that you do in first-person mode. And then you go into, like, this kind of, like top-down view for solving puzzles. Yeah, so this one's kind of, uh, again, a, a longer... It's it's a simple looking game, but it, it, game development's not easy. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no, it looks it looks cool. You know what?
0: It like gives me a um, like a Wolfen. I know the game's not Wolfenstein, but when you're um, walking in that la- like that level, yeah, it looks kind of like Wolfenstein.
1: Yeah, we wanted to add some fun. So, yeah, when you're navigating between the puzzles, it's in that first person view, um, and just to have some fun going to the. Yeah, it just it doesn't have to be that way. We could have been simpler, but it was to kind of like touch on like that older. Yeah, if you've played those older games, you're like, yeah, this feels familiar. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we just recently uh, launched this, I think, last Tuesday. I believe it was. Awesome. Yeah, so um, out the door. I think Yoshi's excited about it. Well, yeah, so Yoshi, Yoshi, well, I'm, I'm slurring my words today. Yoshi actually oh, is the one. I think mean, the trailer finished. So I believe, um, uh, I believe. No, I know. Yoshi is the one who worked on the uh, soundtrack for this game. So all of the uh, background music he's responsible for, which he did a yeah. great job. So add off to good job, Yoshi, on that one.
0: Yeah, uh, which I'm actually here in my headphones right now.
1: Oh, you do. <laughs> that,
0: that's probably not coming through the stream, but I no from the from the uh, yeah from the video. So, um, and
1: then Cody was involved in it yeah so cody who sometimes chimes on here cody if you're watching hello um yeah cody's the one responsible for the um, the graphics uh the corgi itself and the levels and stuff so he's he's the one who did the art on the game so cool. trying to grow as a team with this game has been good. so it's on over on steam cool. so anyway, available now go pick it up you will not regret it <laughs> not guaranteed maybe you will it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
0: not the yeah go ahead no i i'm excited for you guys it's um i know you've been working on that for a while so i'm excited for you guys yeah should we go into seizure mode sure let's go which seizure do we want a cop car
1: oh yeah that's the one that's the one sorry
0: for all of you on the podcast Yeah, we can also do a fire truck yeah party Ooh, my neighbors are all wondering what's going on here now. <laughs> lightning <laughs> so
1: yeah well uh well i like the police one that one i really like <laughs> yeah we should part. actually we should actually use that on a stream sometime like when we reach 100 subscribers we reach hundred subscribers and we can like
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: celebrate.
0: <laughs> so anyway um Thomas, that looks familiar. I think he's talking about Corgi Cove.
1: Yes, <laughs> it should look familiar to you.
0: He's he did some testing,
1: so yeah. He yeah. he um he was testing and then he uh found a bug and he's like I broke it. <laughs> so he's like <laughs> like all right, thanks. And I wasn't surprised when Thomas found a bug because he seems to be able to do that. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. let's jump over to our question of the day. Have you ever been banned from an
1: online game? Steven. Have I ever been banned from an online game? You know what? Not that I can remember. I feel like possibly I've been banned by accident for like talking too much or something, like, you know, it was like <laughs> even suspended for spamming the chat. Like maybe that's happened, um, which you have a funny story. You had something happen.
0: Well, I have, I have two stories. Um, so the first one I don't know that they had things is I can't even remember if you could get banned back in the day playing Socom on the p s two. there was a glitch where you could go under if you lay down and move sideways, you could go through doorways, right that um you weren't supposed to go through. yeah, um, so, yeah, so that one, and then you could get up on balconies and people didn't know where you were and different things yeah. like that. So I didn't get banned, but that, um, but I, I may have been blocked, my IP address blocked from Discord for an hour because somebody in my family was spamming their friends too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yoshi says he's been banned. Congratulations. <laughs> club (laughs) penguin Penguin. thomas true
1: yeah (laughs) you got blocked from penguin chat (laughs) um yeah sure
0: you were hacked cody so cody says he was banned from runescape 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 but uh he says it's because he was hacked i don't know there cody all right i'll believe you
1: (laughs) (laughs) cody's not the type to get banned
0: <laughs> I didn't. Did, so, sorry, you said you got um blocked or banned, do you think, from chatting too much? But that's it.
1: There was actually one place I got. So, it was back. I didn't get the ban hammer from the like, a, it was like a really online game. I was playing Rogue Spear, I was sick Rogue Spear, an online game. and I, like you, and so come too, like that, I found an exploit where if you fire, there was an invisible wall that you couldn't get through. But if you fired you're the right point break you through somehow and you could get behind a wall and you could see through the level and you could oh yes yeah you could shoot through like brick walls from the outside and things but people couldn't see you or shoot at you Mm -hmm. and I learned of it and I did use it for one match and I rightly got kicked from that match and I was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I should and they were right I was like yeah that was bad Um, so that was Rainbow Six that was like Spear back in the day and, uh, yeah I think other than that I'm not sure if I ever got for that was legitimate yeah but uh, yeah yeah so sure. um, Club Penguin Thomas yeah apparently Club Penguin easy to get banned it's 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 quite it's a children's platform it's easy to get banned yeah. where people even try to get like it's part it's kind of Almost uh yeah, but it's yeah. gone.
0: So <laughs> awesome. Well, um, shall we wind it down there? That was a fun episode. Yeah. In a while and uh, a few learning curves and glitches with this software, but I think we're uh we'll get the hang of it shortly. Oh, so.
1: before we go, can you turn on the, the pizzazz mode? Can show the pizzazz mode? Remember, oh we were the background, background, but you know the uh the
0: Let's find it here. It's under designs,
1: I think. Debating if we should have this on the whole time or or not, uh, for you guys.
0: You were talking about the rolling yes. blocks in the corners.
1: Yes, look at that fanciness. Down wow. in the corner. Sorry for you guys on the podcast. Our portal cube. Look yeah. at that. So. And if
0: it was Christmas, we could also... Uh...
1: <laughs> Happy New
0: Year. Lots of fun.
1: So yeah, we're still learning. Yeah. Well, Ken, you're the one with the platform.
0: Yeah. So, um, still learning this, but it's, it's, uh, we'll get the hang of it here. So.
1: So soon, uh, at 100 subscribers again, guys, um, we're looking to upgrade to 1080p. So if you'd like to see it upgraded, feel free to jump on upgrade to subscribe here. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, um, and, uh, hopefully it'd be nice to see the podcasting platform get picked up more. Um, so just see where where things go with this yes
0: thank you everyone for uh watching and listening today um Mm -hmm. we will be back soon hopefully and until next time bye-bye and take care see you guys